feel like I talk like a kid, but <laughs> that's just me. I, so I, I, me. I, when I go to the mirror in the morning, I expect to see a kid because that's just, I've never gotten comfortable with seeing myself as an adult. I look around, I go, I got kids. I guess I'm an adult. <laughs> when you, um, when you get up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror, do you sing this to yourself? Everything is awesome. No, because <laughs> at that point I realize I have tons of facial hair I have to shave off and I look like crap because I didn't sleep very well. Mm. That's a downer. That's when it hits me that I'm, I'm not a kid anymore. <laughs> That's a downer. <clears throat> it is a downer. Shouldn't be downing things right now. So what are we starting with today? Uh, We've got Apple. Yeah. We have um, IBM making yeah. a jab at Salesforce. Let's do IBM because I thought this was kind of funny how it played out because we're, we're preparing for the podcast. And I happened to glance at my Twitter feed and I saw this video. I didn't even pay attention to who tweeted it out. It was a kind of in my image feed. Because uh, I actually have two feeds open, the text feed and just nothing but images. Twitter expert. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm the tweet master. Yeah, you are now. With my Twitter handlers. Yeah, with your MVP <laughs> responsibilities. <laughs> and uh, so I clicked on this video and I started watching it on, on YouTube. And I, I was like, this seems like it's making fun of something very specific. And so I sent it to you to see if you had that same reaction. All right. Hey, hi. Our cloud, it's a platform based on awesomization. Really? Can it keep our data where it needs to be no matter what country we're in? Integrate with our systems to help keep transactions secure. Combine customer data with likes, tweets, the weather to predict trends. That would be awesome. Tote? Now there's a cloud that understands business. Now, there's the IBM. Can it run a query to, to find out what customers have a billing address state and a shipping address state that are the same or different? Salesforce can't do that. <laughs> oh my God, they really got to fix Sockwell. Well, that was, so a, that, was a, that was a pretty funny yeah. commercial. Yeah, and, awesomeness. Um, or so what, you, so what, what was your first reaction? Did you think that was targeting Salesforce? Oh, immediately. I, I kind of, you see the little clouds in the background of the video and the kind of the blue color scheme. Yeah, and, and, and just to, to kind of uh, bring in also, since we're about to go to Dreamforce, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that you get. Amazing, 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 incredible. Isn't that amazing? Incredible. 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 Unbelievable. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Incredible. It's amazing. It's amazing. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Awesome. Phenomenal. 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 Incredible. Awesome. Awesome. Phenomenal. Phenomenally. Awesome. Phenomenal. Incredible. Amazing. Unbelievable. Phenomenal. Incredible. Awesome. Awesome. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Awesome. Awesome. Phenomenal. It's been an amazing keynote. You know, that is really longer and people are going to think they're their uh, systems have broken. I know. <laughs> their so, iPods are skipping. Uh, so I do think that IBM, they kind of nailed it. Um, but I think they have a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. You know, just like uh, Oracle, right? Yeah, okay, absolutely. That's, yeah. It's, it's, it's fun that you've now decided that uh, you're going to build, you know, web apps. Yeah. But got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, even, even the uh, woman in the commercials uh, kind of requirements list, we'll call it. <laughs> <laughs> was was kind of a bit out there in the cloud too. I mean, it, it, she just it was supposed to instantly be able to connect and integrate and run all these massive just generic queries and forecast for you. And I'm like, what system does that? I don't know Salesforce Wave, which people still. But the the, I, the illusion, <laughs> and when you talk about this, and when you spit it all out in one sentence, it almost seems like it's seamless. It just does this. The system just knows how to do that. 
Oh, and Salesforce never presents their products like that. <laughs> never. It's phenomenal. It's awesome. So anyways, to tie a bow on this little topic, I, I had to go back and see, well, where, where did this video come from? Who, who tweeted this out? Guess who tweeted it? Mr. Amazing himself. Mr. Amazing himself, Mark <laughs> Benioff. And his words in his, tr- in his, <laughs> his words in his tweet were, looks like my friends at IBM are not very happy about Dreamforce and no market share. Pretty funny commercial though. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Mark, what do you think of that uh, IBM commercial? They should take a bow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was good. That was timely. Right before we recorded, put a smile on my face. Um, Not a whole lot of news, but did you see this um, company that Salesforce has made another acquisition? Okta, A-K-T-A. I didn't hear about that. Why does Okta sound familiar? Well, it's not not the... Okay, you're thinking of OKTA, Mm. which is the... Single sign-on yeah. provider that's run by this guy Todd McKinnon, who used to work for Salesforce. Who actually, by the way, speaking of those guys, Okta ID or whatever they're called, they just raised like another round, and they're worth. They were valued at over a billion dollars. They're one of the oh. what do they call them, like something white unicorns of tech or whatever. Jeremy, we're in the wrong business. And man. Aptus, which we, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about anymore because they're sponsoring us. They're sponsoring the the, the admin <laughs> zone next week. Yes, so Aptus is sponsoring the Aptus I mean, zone, any- and, and for some reason, Jeremy feels that that <laughs> that totally like impedes on his journalistic no, integrity. Like, I was going to planning on talking about Aptus, but you know, now I'm not sure if we're allowed to or not. <laughs> You're allowed to. <laughs> well, this week we are, right? I mean, yeah. they're not sponsoring us this week. No, but Aptus, um, who Salesforce is a, I believe, an investor in. I'm pretty sure I always see, see them involved in rounds, but they they are now valued at over uh, based on their most recent round. Um, which I think was a Series C, I can't remember, uh, over a billion dollars. Wow. And they do. They're a configure price quote solution, which is built somewhat on Salesforce. I'm not sure how much, but really a billion dollars for a CPQ. I mean, you and I were killing the CPQ stuff 10 years ago. Yeah, we should, we should, we should, have, stayed <laughs> we should have stayed in that business and we'd be worth a billion right wow, now. We exited prematurely. We did. <laughs> <laughs> Um, why does it do this? Hey, you know, if Salesforce gobbles up enough of these, you know, billion dollar valued companies, I could get them to 10 billion, right? You know, what's funny? I wouldn't, it's, it is not a stretch to, to think that some of Salesforce, Salesforce's most longest lasting and, and, you know, longest lasting value creation. I'll just say Mm -hmm. that will be from the investments it's making. Salesforce Ventures is making, yeah. not what Salesforce is actually building or acquiring themselves. It's possible. It is very possible. Yeah. I mean that. You know, and I don't know. I don't know to what degree Salesforce Ventures is owned by Salesforce. It, it probably is wholly owned, but um, it could end up being one of their largest sources of profit. No, that would be interesting. It would. Uh, so we have Apple stuff. What What do you think of? I knew you were going to go out and buy an iPad Pro immediately. I had to take a deep breath. They they because my wallet was like yeah. ready to fly out of my pocket and just it was being tossed at Apple's door. The you iPad. just hear a thud like the, all the guys at the Apple store just hear a thud on the window and it's my wallet. When I saw the iPad Pro, I thought, okay, this is made for John. And then when I saw the stylus, I was like, oh, that was really made yeah. for John. He's going to go out and buy both. But of those my first reaction to the stylus was, was, I guess they just get a bit give a big screw you, Steve Jobs, on your philosophy. We're doing a stylus because he was adamantly against the stylus. He wanted the interface to be driven by hand by finger yeah, but that was a different time and but a different different time and place man they really I, illustrated mm-hmm. the value that the stylus has especially for content creation for designers for graphic artists you know it, they weren't showing a lot of you know 
they did show some business apps, but that wasn't the focus. The focus was, you know, this is for creatives. Right. So the so the iPad Pro is going to run on a, a A9X processor, right? Right. Okay. When Steve Jobs was around, they were running on a processor that was, you know, easily 10 times less capable. Mm-hmm. And one of the hardest things with a stylus, especially with that kind of stylus, which is seems to be very touch or pressure sensitive and also angle sensitive, all that yeah, kind of stuff. Absolutely. It takes a lot of CPU power because one of the most annoying things is when you're using a stylus on some digital thing and it's not keeping up with you. You right. see it drawing like a half a second after your, like when you sign, you ever sign a digital, um, what are those pen pad devices, um, credit card machines? Yeah. When you sign and you see it drawing your signature like a half a second after you've drawn it, that's incredibly annoying. Yeah. Right. And so it's just, again, it's a, we have different hardware capabilities. It's a different, it's a completely different time and place than it was even just five years ago. Yeah. Well, it'd be interesting to see how fast it responds. I mean, it looked like it was really responding and it, 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 there's a lot of kind of just gesture control with the pen itself. Um, but we'll see how fast it actually responds to fast movement because everything in the video was kind of the slow drawn, elegant style, you know, very artsy style video. Um, so there was there wasn't a lot of quick drawing or showing a lot of that kind of quick illustration. No, but I, they did show some re- really interesting techniques with it. Yeah, yeah. You know the the shading. You know the the angle of the pencil to kind of do shading and then to kind of bring it back up upright to kind of fill in. And also some of the multi touch they were showing with with the stylus. So you can grab like with your fingers and then it brings up some tool of whatever app you're using Ruler. and then you can yeah, yeah and that, that was, was that was amazing. You know it's funny because whenever they show that I go crap they just stole that from Adobe and then who presents right after them. To using the stylus and their apps, Adobe. Yeah, but uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, Adobe will, uh, is is in on this. I mean, they'll make a you know a lot of money participating in this hardware mm-hmm. ecosystem. So, but they they showed a lot of really great things with this. I mean, I was really excited when Adobe came on and they showed him just drawing, basically wireframing a template of how he wanted his page to look, mm-hmm. and it automatically turned those kind of points into text or blocks of text so that you can design it. So you're kind of um, almost wireframing, outlining app. It's yeah, yeah. Your composition app. Yeah. So you're you're just kind of wireframing things. Or even when Microsoft came on and they did the PowerPoint and they showed him drawing, you know, an arrow icon and it kind of just kind of recognizing that and putting that on there. That's great stuff. Yeah. Sometimes if it's implemented well, and I again, I think I think we're now getting to that. That all takes a lot of hardware speed to detect, you know, algorithms to detect those shapes yeah. and different gestures and things. And I think we're getting to where we we have that now. Yeah. Because um, it's all the devil's always in the details on those things. It you know. But I, I think that we, um, I think that may be implemented pretty nicely. And I think the, the, the fact that the iPad Pro is going to be bigger is perfect because it's, it needs to be. You, you see know, how awkward it was when he was holding it? Like, you, you have to be so careful, this huge thing to not, not drop it. He was being so careful. Yeah. Well, I don't think the iPad Pro is for portability. It's not to hand to your kid to run around no, and watch I, a video. It's a, it's a laptop replacement, right? I, I, mean, I think it's a... It's especially a, with a keyboard. It's a professional tool. I mean, the Pro is a good moniker well, for that it. Because, much money about it be professional. <laughs> exactly. And actually, the pricing was pretty reasonable, actually. It, yeah, I mean, it wasn't. For, for well-equipped when you're looking at around a thousand bucks. But, I mean, the, the size of it matters because you do need that real estate to be able to kind of get more work done, to be able to kind of do the kind of creative work that you need to do. And then also just to kind of split screen multitasking features helps with that size right i mean it's hard to multitask and split screen with your phone or with a ipad mini um it's not enough space but microsoft being in there was 
was key. I mean, Microsoft. It's really interesting. Microsoft. I know. I, can I? Can you guys hear that applause? <laughs> Microsoft is killing it. They understand they can no longer live in this silo of Windows and everyone screw everyone else. Right. They are playing nice with everyone. Yep. And it's 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 great. Yep. They don't control the world anymore. One thing I like about Apple events is when they announce new stuff, like it's either available immediately or within like a month or two. Yeah. There's been some exceptions, like the watch, there was a wait on those. Yeah. But it's so it's so refreshing. And, you know, not to draw a comparison to Salesforce, but I'll do that. Like Well, I mean, that, that's not the case this time. Lightning's the big thing and we'll get it in winter. And we'll get a GA copy of it, not just a pilot like we did with, you know, remember Visual Force when it came out? It was a pilot after Dreamforce. But look, it was a look beta. at the state of completion that it's in. Yes, that's available if that's if that will work for you. Yeah. But it's you know, it's it's not it's not even remotely close to being done. Um but it's an option. And if we find a use case to do some lightning components with that interface, you know, we have the option. Well, Salesforce, I mean, it's not unusual for them to announce something and for it to take a, a good year for it to be a GA. True. But I, I prefer things to be ready when they're ready. And if that means kind of announcing a little bit later, I think I'm better with that than announcing something a year or two in advance and just never seeing it. And then just... VMforce? Actually, I was talking about the gaming industry. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many games out there that, that are like, oh, and it, you know, they, they go to these expos and they show off all this cool technology with right. these games and these new features and just gameplay itself. And I'm like, I want to play that. Well, because even if it's not ready, they have to show something yeah. to keep their customers excited, to keep their stock price up. You know, they've got to. The problem is, is that a year later, it's still not out. And then they delay it, rightfully so, because it's not ready. But then that delay turns into a year and then two years. So now you've been hearing about this game for three years and you've you're starting to consider it as vaporware. Well, those are the ones that end up going out of business. Yeah. So, so there's a balance. Yeah. There, there's definitely a balance there. So I was, uh, before, we, before we started recording, I was looking through my... I still haven't signed up for any sessions and I don't even know if I will. But I was... I was like, I gotta get it. I gotta get logged in here and at least look at them, right? And so first of all, like, and I don't know, I don't have any suggestions off pan to for them, but just this interface to view the sessions. You're I just, just like bitch and moan and no, 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 just leave it on the table. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about the fact that my point was going to be is that uh, well, first of all, it's just it's anyway, it's it's a diff, very difficult to browse. There are just so many, I guess. You know, Dreamforce is so big that yeah. Um, and they did have that wizard that that says, I guess, is their attempt to bring some sanity to the thing. Mm-hmm. There's that wizard that says, well, what are you interested in? Yeah. Right. And so then based on this profile, it tries to build a view. Yeah. Then it, I guess it, it basically filters things out, filters things out of the session or out of the, out of the session viewer builder, whatever it's called. Right. But um, no, I noticed because I, I, I was under the impression that they really do not accept s- session proposals from like third-party vendors, like people that are just there, you know, essentially hawking their wares, right? No, they do. Except that they do, yeah. yeah. And in fact, I mean, if you look at these sessions, like, I mean, half of them are basically native ads. I consider them native ads. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. they should, they honestly should be paying Salesforce for those slots. Well, it's, it's all about content. It's all about how you present your presentation and whether it's a third-party product or not is how that ties in with Salesforce and how it solves a need in the community. And but, I, I think that's valuable. But without naming any names, I thought that they did not allow talks to be, you know, essentially thinly veiled ads. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. 
I, th- I thought that was the case, but I, I guess not. Because well, I, I mean, mean, they go through they go through a process um, with these. I mean, the, they go through a process where you present your topic and you talk about what it's going to be about, and I guess they kind of judge, you know, how relevant is that to the community, and then they'll accept it. And then you go through this process of developing your slides and practicing your presentation with them. At least that was the case with me a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of kind of iterations where we were sitting there with actual Salesforce people who were kind of giving the yay or nay on our content. So I'm assuming that that's still the process, and even even if it is kind of a quote unquote oh, <laughs> advertisement for the most part, I yeah. mean, as long as it's got valuable content to the Salesforce community in general, I think they're okay. With yeah, that. I just, I just, I've you know, again, I've seen them reject talks because they were somewhat related to a third party vendor in the in the Salesforce ecosystem, and yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, I, maybe they have if it was just overly just one big advertisement. But I, I've also, you know, and this was years ago too, where a, a company has a product and they wanted to show how you could do certain things and it was using their product. So I guess it's all in about how you present it and how you position your, your presentation. Yeah. So you, you didn't find any sessions or you're still going through it or they're all taken and you're having to do kind of a lot of standbys or. I, I don't even know which ones are taken. I don't. Does it show you that? I, think I mean, all you, the ones I looked at, there's, there was not like an add this to your agenda button. Mm, so That probably means <clears throat> it's booked. But no, I scrolled through a ton and I don't know. You know, this year I decided I didn't want to do a lot of Salesforce specific stuff. So I ended up signing up for a lot of just kind of, and I didn't sign up for a lot of them. I signed up, I was kind of very picky about the sessions I chose because I really kind of want to socialize during this event. I want to go out and talk to people and just you know, walk around the expo and, and just, you know, social. Um, so I was kind of picky about it. So I, I chose things like, you know, people that are using React with Salesforce or people that are using all these other kind of technologies. And they're, they're done in the context of Salesforce, obviously. They have to be. But I just, those are the type of things that I went for. You walk around singing this. Let's get that was very mean of you, by the way, because last time we did this song, it was stuck in my head for like a week. I'd, I'd be driving and I'd find myself going, let's get social. Oh, nice. Social. Record it for us. <laughs> no. Uh, do not bring that song back. It was stuck in my head. So anyways, I took a very uh, targeted route with my sessions. That's good. Whatever that means. It just means that I was very selective about it. I mean... In years past, I would go through and fill up my schedule and anything or anything that sounded interesting or sounded like something that I should know about, I would go out and register for. Are you hearing something on your I audio? Closed, I hope I closed my windows. I thought my computer fan had spun up. I oh. look over and it's, it's pouring out. Well, I saw that earlier when you were talking and I, I didn't want to interrupt you. I think my windows are up. I only want to interrupt you when, when you're... T- yeah. <laughs> I'm very selective of my interruptions, aren't I? No. <laughs> uh, I was uh, selective enough to say, not say, hey, it's raining. Raining in Texas is a big event, apparently, that, that we all get excited and giddy. And, <laughs> Anyways, what were we talking about? Um, sessions. 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 Like your targeted route. It's not a route. <laughs> that's what you said. Pick things that I I felt I might enjoy, and I that's what I'm focusing on. So I have a question for you about Wave. Um, yes, I picked some Wave sessions. <clears throat> I, you know what? I should try to find some Wave sessions too. 
But um, I've noticed that, so there's been this buzz that they're, you know, reducing the fees and whatever. And there's been, there's also a buzz that there's actually been very little enterprise uptake on it Mm -hmm. other than the pre-launch, you know, hand-selected companies that agreed to check it out. So you're seeing, so a while back, a few months ago, Salesforce announced like a, this sales wave analytics, mm-hmm. and now they have service wave yeah. analytics. I saw that. And so the, what they're doing is they're finding ways to sprinkle wave into uh, you know, other parts of the platform that don't necessarily re- require you paying, paying for wave, or at least not the, the wave fees that we've seen, the 40 grand a month and the 250 bucks per user, right? Is that what um, they're saying with that? Because I... I thought there was just there's even there's even in in the lightning experience. I mean, I wish I well, had it's my... wave like dashboards in the lightning experience. Yes, and 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 also um, there's a there's other ways. So like now, apparently partner like you can build a a, a, a an app exchange package right mm-hmm. that includes wave stuff that is basically another Trojan horse to get wave in without actually paying for it. Um. But see, this this is this is visualizations though. This, this wave has kind of become the visualization. Well, that's going to be is what's wave and what's not yeah. wave. Because I mean, analytics is even kind of a loaded term because analytics at one point they were referring to the new report builder that was analytics yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now the new dashboards are kind of wave styled analytics, and now we have all these cloud analytics. And I'm I'm struggling to understand with all this terminology and marketing. You know, well, what is it really? So yeah, well. Exactly. What the hell is it? We'll find out at Dreamforce, yep. won't we? Um, I haven't grabbed a quote from one of these articles. I found it. <clears throat> it says, uh, but oh, building a wave application from scratch is a large scale undertaking that only makes sense if the business case can demonstrate a substantial feed, uh, payback. Enterprise implementations will continue to be sparse unless Salesforce substantially reduces the cost and complexity. The complexity part su- uh, surprises me. I thought it I mean, I, I saw Alex Dayon's uh, demo. It didn't seem complex to me. I mean, they, any, anyone can get in there and do it, right? That's what they said. Do what? Wave. Build wave stuff. I can wave right now. We. <laughs> oh, we're not talking about ballpark waves. We're talking. Oh, I'm oh. sorry. I just. <laughs> John. I've been waiting to use that joke for a long time. That was. Do I need a. Um, I, I need some kind of. What's the sound of someone throwing tomatoes or <laughs> a splat of some kind? Yeah. Really? You want to throw tomatoes at me for that joke? I thought it was it good. Was, um, it was pretty bad. Oh. I give it one of those. How's that? I'm really starting to hate that effect. <laughs> <laughs> that clip. No, yeah. I mean, it, I think it's accessible. I think Wave is accessible. I mean, there's some advanced features to it, but I think at its base level, it's it's accessible. The tooling itself, um, I think, is you want to get into more advanced features and into SACL. <laughs> now we got another uh, quill to know, but SACL itself and all the nuances that come with that. Um, but I'm still trying to, I, I don't really have, I want to learn more. I want to get more into it. But right now, I, I don't think my circle of clients is demanding it. And I, I, I don't really deal too much with large enterprise anymore so uh, my prediction is <clears throat> a year from now we'll we'll see a lot more usage of wave and it's not going to be because people ponied up for the 40 grand a month thing it's going to it's going to be because 
they brought the price way down or they've, they've created all these different other ways that you can get into wave without buying the full. Yeah. It's know, gotta be price. Cause I, I was, I was about to finish. I was about to continue with my statement and say that, you know, I, I don't do a lot of big enterprise anymore, but even, even the few that I do do, they already have something and they're not looking for something. Um, they have something that's mature and is, and has been around and is, yes. you know, it's just not a topic conversation. It's yeah. like, we, we already got that covered. Yep. Right. You know, I don't even get into details of what right. they have because it's, they no, we got it covered. Yeah. Don't worry exactly. about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's working. Don't touch <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> this is my cheese. Don't move it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think if they, if they can do a price drop, it could be more attracted to small and medium. And I think those guys can make some good use out of it. Uh, at least for, you know, what it is. It's, it, it's visualizations and things like that. Right. It, it does, doesn't go into the, ten, the, aspects of kind of future forecasting or future training or things like that. This is kind of very much kind of seeing what's going on past and present. Um, there isn't a lot of tooling built in to kind of get into the future stuff. Yeah, it's not. I mean, yeah, again, again, I, I want to say yet. I want to finish right. that sentence. It's yet, but I don't know, but I would like to think that's where it's going. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, snazzy charts are one thing, but you know, predictive analytics and artificial intelligence, yeah. which some of these other on the high end, these tools do have is a completely different ball game. Yeah. Um. So next, yeah, next week, Dreamforce. Um, no do we Should we read what? Let's say our times again. Um. So so because people, yeah, you, people, you guys should come come join us for our recording. We're recording three different days in mm-hmm. the admin zone. Four different days. There's a podcast area in the admin zone. I think I misspoke on that on our ad or whatever. What? Oh, I think I called it the podcast zone or I don't know, whatever it is. It is the podcast zone. It's in zone. the admin zone. It is the, well, you'll, you'll see it. We've, we've been calling it zone, but here's, here's the official title. Dreamforce admin zone podcast studio. But there's, there are reasons to come watch us. Number one, um, we want to meet, we want to meet you. That didn't sound creepy. <laughs> That's all, did it? So creepy. <laughs> you need to work on your advertising skills, Jeremy. Super creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Worked that one in. Um, yeah, we want to meet you guys. And, there may be some very interesting swag, depending mm-hmm. um, on various factors. So, you just got to be a good day fanboy or fangirl. If and also, you're, if you're I a fan of the show. I really haven't booked any social things yet, and I I'm kind of holding off because I honestly want to I want to wait. And the people that I meet that I've never heard of before, but also the people that you know I only know through phone calls or Twitter or whatever, and I just want to like find out who's going to be there and then. And then find out, you know, like try to just get people together to, you know, go out to dinner or, or whatever. Yeah. I'm really not, I haven't pre-booked any social stuff yet. But anyway, so our recording times, Tuesday at, oh, I'm doing math here, 9.30, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tuesday at 9.30. Are you making this harder than it needs to be, Jeremy? You know, you can go to the com forward slash Dreamforce and see our full schedule. I'm not going to say that. You got the domain name wrong. com forward slash Dreamforce. Right. Uh, so yeah, Tuesday at eleven thirty. No, I'm sorry, is that right? Tuesday at nine thirty. Tuesday at nine thirty. <laughs> my calendars. I moved my the, those events. Remember, I told you I was going to move them. It moved them back again. Do you want me to do it? Wednesday at eight thirty. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And Thursday at eleven thirty. Eleven thirty. And you're forgetting Friday. I don't even have it on my calendar. Oh, what is that? One thirty. One thirty. Okay. Four days. So yeah, we want to meet you guys. So come come listen to our recording. And then, yeah, come talk to us. You almost, you almost got it. We, 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 can, we can do better. <laughs> At what? <laughs> what did I do wrong? 
So on Tuesday, that's the kickoff. That's when we're going to do our first recording. It's going to be you and I. We'll kick it off. We'll do it justice. Get to learn all about us. Okay. On Wednesday, for the keynote that day, at 8.30 in the morning, um, we'll, have a, we'll have a guest. We'll have a guest host. Christy Guzman will be on. She'll give us the girly geek experience. Okay. And um, on Thursday, uh, Matthew Morris will join us. He's launching his own podcast, right? He's launching his own podcast, right. which is actually out and available and we'll put in the show notes and link to. What's it called? I forgot. <laughs> you uh, lose! I do. I meant, I meant to look it up because it's like, it's a, I forgot. I feel horrible. I'm Matthew, sure I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. He's Matt, I'm sorry. We'll put in the show notes. I'm sorry. And, I'm, and, I'm and, we'll, and next week he'll get to, he'll get to pimp his own podcast on ours. So. Yeah. Um, and then uh, on Friday... Uh, we will have Allison Bourne again. The the lovely Allison Bourne that gave us that wonderful clip. Super creepy. <laughs> there you go. It's <laughs> a good one. This is a good one too. Well, God, you know it's a fucking cloud. <laughs> I'm gonna have to beep that one. You just wanted to use that uh, one. You, you had, know, you were just itching to. You played it like five times before we recorded. You know what? I'm I'm gonna have to go back and listen to this again. Hang on. Hey, hi. Our cloud. <laughs> it's a platform based on awesomeization. Really. Well, God. <laughs> you know, it's a- <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, so that's our Dreamforce schedule. Marker. We'll, we'll we'll be tweeting that. We will make that available. We'll publish it. Please feel free to retweet and invite others to come and enjoy the show. My understanding is in the admin zone. We'll be near the the photo booth and also near the coffee shop. So there's plenty of reasons to come and hang out and just listen. Yeah, good thing there's coffee there, especially for that eight thirty. Oh, I know. I'm going to need a, a, a wake-up <laughs> call on that one, John. Will do. All right. Any other announcements for Dreamforce? No, I think that's it. If you're not going to Dreamforce, you just make, um, make sure you check our, however you listen to us, check often, because we're going to be probably posting every day. I new, hope so. I hope episodes. we'll get to yeah. record and post that same day of that episode. <clears throat> and even on the days where we record in the morning... Um, I think we'll probably do some follow-up um, recording that day so that we, at the end of the day, what we post covers the news of the day. So if you just want to you know, kind of listen to our take on the news of the day, you know, check in with us often. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Well, that's... Uh, Are you ready? Are we packed? We got so no. much to do. I have so much anxiety right now about Dreamforce and I already have anxiety from travel in general. Now I have the extra anxiety of getting our stuff there yeah uh, i'll feel better when i'm there i'll relax yeah it's, you know once you get there it's usually better you know it's also been stressing me out is uh what to wear uh, i mean I don't, I don't know why i know i want to be all cool and hip <laughs> well if you wear one of those awesome good days or t-shirts you'll be fine oh yeah you'll be cool and hip <laughs> Did you did you see that article on the Salesforce blog today? It was uh, Fashion Force. No, but I saw I've seen other articles about what to wear at, at Salesforce, yeah. like really detailed. And it, this one it was mainly for women, but I thought, man, if I was a woman, that would stress me out. How wh- what was stressing you about that one? I, I mean, said the, if I was a woman, and uh, I had to like take into account all these factors that this woman was was considering. <laughs> Wow, uh, I found I found the the fashion force article to be uh, somewhat helpful. I mean, it it it's 
it affirms that, you know, I'm going to go in t-shirt and jeans and be comfortable and wear comfortable shoes because I know I'm going to be moving and walking around everywhere. Yep. And I will have something a little bit nicer with a button up for some evening things where I'm, I'm going to be meeting with clients. And yeah, I will have no midday changes. No? No. Uh, I, th- I think I'm going to have a uh, costume change about <laughs> once every three hours. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> no, but gotta, gotta, yeah, it, for anyone who hasn't been, and I, I, I really think most people have seen this information, have consumed this information because there's a lot on it. And you're, you're hearing a lot about what to wear because a lot of us have gone there and made the mistake of just being really dressed up, really businesslike. And that's not really the environment. Like I said, it, it's, it's casual I mean, I social know, environment. Man. There are those that are doing that. And if you're representing a company, you might need to I do mean, that. A big portion of the Salesforce world is, is very corporate and enterprise and, you know, good old boy no, blue blazers. And, I, no, no, no. Yeah, it is. This, this okay. is a f- John, I've been to plenty of these things. How many times have you been to this Dreamforce? Is, I've never been to Dreamforce. I've been to plenty of Salesforce events. And I've been to plenty of developer events. And, at the, you know, Salesforce, is, the thing is, it's a heterogeneous. I think you're wrong. It's not heterogeneous? No, I think you're wrong about the dress code. The dress code is kind of business casual. If you go to dreamforce.com and you look at the, the, where it says the dress code, it'll say business casual. However, what most people are wearing, and I agree with, is comfortable clothes. Yeah. Comfortable, decent, good-looking clothes. Don't come in with your flip-flops and tank tops. And what? <laughs> that's, what I, that's, that's what comfortable is to me. You know, I, I think the business casual note on the Dreamforce is kind of their kind of get out of jail free card. So if you're wearing something inappropriate, they can say, uh, yeah, you can't be wearing that here. Hmm. So I shouldn't walk in in my Speedo and no, oh, dang it. <laughs> no. And if you're going to wear that kilt, yeah, <laughs> wear something appropriate under it. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Like a leather African, African thong. <laughs> Maybe not. Super creepy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, comf- be, be comfortable. Go there to socialize, you know, enjoy the event. You know, try not to be all mm. stuffy and business-like. I mean, I've made that mistake. And I'm, I'm, used, I'm saying that because I'm advising people, don't be like me those three or four times that I've been before. And I just was overly consumed with being a representative. Yeah. And I didn't get to enjoy the conference because I was so busy trying to be a representative. Yeah. Luckily, I don't have that to worry about. I'm only representing myself. Yeah, I am too <clears> this time. But yeah, I mean, definitely be comfortable. Shoes, definitely. Even if you're wearing a suit, try to take some cons so or I'm something just, look good with a suit. No, I don't know. I'm going to wear like these, you know, these type of shoes I always wear, but those are really comfortable to me. Like they're super comfortable. Yeah. Is that, are those fine? Okay. Yeah. As long as, as long as you don't think you're going to get a blister from walking no, I can wear a these, mile, I wear these if all. you can no. walk a mile or two oh, yeah. with them, you're fine. Right. Oh, and you know what? Just while we're on word, some words of wisdom here, don't buy a brand new pair of shoes for Dreamforce. Right. Oh, too late. Cause until no, your feet kind of get worn right when the shoe's broken in and like your, your foot is kind of, I don't know, yeah. gotten used to it. That's when you can really get a blister. So yeah. don't buy a brand new pair of shoes. Well, if you do, just wear them now. <laughs> well, yeah. Go to, go to, go to bed to them. <laughs> just wear them. <laughs> Break them in. Not sure how that helps, but. All right. We finished uh, our fashion tips. Are we uh, a short show today, right? Did we mention that? Uh, we're trying. Yeah, we're we're really trying at? to keep it show. <laughs> 58 minutes. No, we're like 30, 40 minutes. Oh, that's awesome. We might, we might, we might need to end it there. Um, <clears throat> only other news I want to cover is Squid today did their webinar for Bonsai. Great stuff. If you haven't seen that yet or did the trial, but another piece of news is uh, Shannon Hale. Bonsai! <laughs> Shannon Hale. She is, she's a former 
uh, I guess announced today, former Salesforce, um, she, I guess she was part of the UX product team or even maybe led it, uh, but she's now at Squid. Interesting development, at least in my eyes. Um, is that uh, some drama, drama there? No, no, I don't think there's drama. But I mean, for someone who's really focused on UI experience and Squid is that's their main focus. That is their product is the user experience and, and the type of tooling. I, I think it's a great fit. I think she'll have a lot of fun there. Yeah. Good snag on uh, Squid's part. Yeah. And of course, uh, Squid Bonsai got a lot of great kind of stuff in it. So check it out. Yeah. Oh, and don't forget, guys. Go get your badges. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who that is? No. That's not the social chick, is it? I, I don't, I want to say it's Chris Duarte. Oh, no, I was thinking, cause it almost sounded like that chick that does the get social song for some reason. I thought, oh, she, were, no. I thought no. she like had that as part of their song or something. <laughs> You're making fun of me. No, I would never make fun of you, John. Are we doing tips? I have a tip. Can I talk about a tip before we end I thought this? we were trying to wrap up, but I, can, I just want to give this one I tip. Give you the hook, man. The, oh, the, the get off the stage <laughs> hook? Start playing the music. Let me get to my tip. My other tip. And this is something I'm going to try for the first time ever, and I, I, I hope it's successful. And that's note-taking. I go in there with the intent of taking notes. I write the title or wherever I'm at, and then I sit there and doodle. Because <laughs> I don't... I, I just I either try to get involved in the speaker or I'm trying to take notes, but they just never work out really well. So what I'm going to try this here is I'm going to try a technique called sketch notes. And you can go to Amazon. There's books on it. You can just type in sketch note and, you, and there's stuff on it. And it, basically what it is, it's kind of embracing that natural desire to doodle when you're kind of just sitting there. Um, if you've ever been in a boring meeting and you find yourself doodling a little picture, it kind of, it tries to embrace that, but use it for good. So it's, you give me these white eyes like I'm talking <laughs> weird. Uh, but anyways, it, it's instead of taking notes and writing words, you're drawing pictures. And the picture could be a word, but you're drawing the picture. So you're just kind of selectively picking sounds, things. Sounds efficient to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you have to practice it ahead of time. I suggest taking all your notes in calligraphy. No. <laughs> <laughs> the idea behind it is that if you're a visual person, um, you can sketch a really quick note. If someone talks about something that seems exciting, you can maybe draw a little picture that represents it and it'll stick better in your mind. There are others who do it well enough that they're actually presentable and they'll distribute them. But I think for my purposes and what I'm going to try to do in this this round is I'm just going to try to doodle just concepts of things. And the speed comes from practice. Speed comes from repetition. So having a kind of a library in your head of things to draw to mean certain things. Um, I, think I, I think that it works. I'm going to use my iPad and my stylus. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like... Uh, <laughs> Your opinion, uh, sorry, a little, a little heavy on the soundboard <laughs> today. Well, if you like the way that sounds, because Jeremy does, and he's giving me these weird eyes, try it and let me know how it works. Right. I'm also going to try it, and maybe we can share notes about what worked right. about it and what didn't. John's parting tip of the day. And to that, I say, good day, sir. Good day, sir. Did I die? No. Somehow you uploaded yourself to the cloud. I'm so over, quote unquote, cloud. Um... Using the word cloud just so detracts us from, like, what we really want to accomplish. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Beep, 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 beep.